1: Este episodio de Salud Podcast es traído a ti por McDonald's, sirviendo orgullosamente a la comunidad desde 1965. Y uno de los recuerdos que más tengo guardados es cada viernes después de que mi madre nos recogiera a mí y a mis hermanos de la escuela, nos íbamos a McDonald's para nuestra cajita feliz. Ese momento al abrir tu cajita y ver el monito que te salía era de pura diversión. Y uno de los recuerdos que más me resuenan cuando me acuerdo de mcdonald's y por eso me encanta and gentlemen welcome to another episode of salud podcast i'm your host jose quintero and i'm very excited today to have a very special guest i've never really had a sit down conversation with her but i just know she's such a vibe (laughs) (laughs) that's uh, true (laughs) i know so i want to go ahead and introduce y'all to becca ladies and gentlemen host of shaboy show tiktoker mom to be oh my gosh dude Dude. (laughs) life is so crazy <laughs> i know becca how is this new chapter in your life how
2: uh, many months I don't are you even know i'm five months a little bit more than five months and i don't even know where to begin like if you would have told me last year that i would have been booed up and pregnant by this time i would not have even believed you, like, you
1: <laughs> like, you're so damn full of it <laughs> i know
2: for real like my life has dramatically changed but I feel like my life always dramatically changes. And mm. I I don't like um, being stagnant. Yeah. I don't like actually feeling comfortable. So I usually go with the flow of life. But this is a really really big wave that i'm writing
1: yeah (laughs) and we're gonna go ahead and talk about uh the pregnancy in a bit but i want our our listeners to get to know you a little bit more because uh one of the things that we like to do here in salud is also highlight your journey and because your journey your storytelling is is such a beautiful testimony uh to just preserve uh like you know perseveranza in la vida Uh so how was Becca? Como era Bequita growing up? Becky. Was she from the block or nah? Uh
2: and I mean I was definitely not Becky, but I was uh Becca <laughs> or Rebe or some people would even call me Meche. A lot of oh, people really? don't know that. Yeah, cuz my middle name is Mercedes. Oh wow. Um yeah, y si les dicen a las Mercedes Meche. Bueno, where yeah, my dad's yeah, yeah. from so. <laughs> Where's your dad from? Um, he is from Guadalajara, so my, my family's
1: from Jalisco. Oh, tapatía! Por eso esos yes. ojazos. Yes. Oh my! I feel like they're
2: small. I don't oh. have tapatía <laughs> eyes. I'm like ah, oh, <laughs> se les olvido. Se les olvido. That little part. <laughs> <laughs> cuando me um, But yeah, I guess like Becca, back, back in the day, I was a lot more shy than mm. I am today. Um, I was definitely not unapologetically me. So I would mm. say that I was a yes person. I was very um yeah, I was I was worried about taking care of adults that probably should have been taking care of me. Mm. If I'm being quite honest, um mis papás casi no los vi like cuando era niña, más bien me mi abuelita, which I unfortunately don't have a relationship with anymore. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. I feel like I grew up in a very broken abuelita home. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were uh divorced when I was young, so um their whole divorce was like a pretty ugly thing to experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my parents worked a lot. They were very, very hard workers. And I got to see them when uh, they would tuck me in bed and then when they would wake me up for school. Um, And then on the weekends, like they always made sure that we would do like fun things together and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, mostly my grandma uh, raised me, I would say, and some tías and deals that I no longer have a relationship with. Uh, Which is tough, but yeah. here we are. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are you the youngest in your household, like with within your siblings, or in the middle? Yeah, I,
2: I have one older sister. She's uh-huh. eleven years older than me. Wow. Uh, and she's okay. uh, my best friend, literally my ride or die.
1: I was going to uh-huh. say, how is that relationship? Just because, as a younger sibling, and uh, so many years apart, does she did she uh-huh. at some point become like your mom?
2: Yeah, she was like my second mom um and definitely i feel like she guided me a lot mm. um and i don't know I, I sometimes i feel like i'm very much alike uh-huh. uh because okay i I'm, I'm just going to let everything out no like i like, oh. like, <laughs> um because she it's so funny because um my boyfriend who's my baby daddy um i met him last year um in May, so huh. May 18th. And then I got knocked up nine months later and people are like, what the hell,
0: like, you know, so type fast. thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I yeah, I got knocked up, how many, five months ago? We were dating for, yeah, I think we were dating for like nine months. And then um, my sister, her baby daddy and her husband of her four children, um, they were dating for six months uh-huh. and then
1: she got pregnant, so I was <laughs> But, for
2: better or for worse, I
0: followed
1: in her Yeah, but I, um, I want to point out, but like we're we're at I I don't I want to say we're at the point in our lives, age wise as well, like where if we were were in a stable job, thankfully, mm-hmm, but we're mm-hmm. also in um, place in our lives where if a kid comes, it's like, all right, we're we're not in our early twenties anymore, where it's like, fuck, what do we do?
2: Yeah, no, that's very true. I definitely feel like, too, um, I am choosing to go forward with this pregnancy because I know that I'm able to give my baby a life of um, life filled with love. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like if I didn't have the community that I have with my parents, with um, my suegros, with my sister. Um, I don't know if I would go along with this pregnancy if I'm being Mm -hmm. like quite frank, because, um, I, I I think that my biggest worry is like being able to like give my child the community and love that they need. And because I know for sure I can give that to them. Um, I don't know. I feel like finances, I'll, I'll figure it out. I always, I always do, you know, like through any struggle but the love part for me is like the biggest foundation. And because I have that, I, I feel really lucky and very blessed.
1: How was that moment when you found out that you were pregnant? Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I saw the video, very beautiful video where you presented it to your parents. That was dope. I was oh like, oh. My
2: thank you. That's so funny. It was like a commercial. Cause I was like, dude, if I'm about to announce this, I'm not going to announce it for free. Hell yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... The moment I found out, I found out really early on. Um, I was three weeks pregnant, and I remember I was in the car with my boyfriend, and I was laying back, and I remember just feeling like I was pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. I It wasn't like I missed my period, or it wasn't like, que un de repente me, mm-hmm. I don't know, me dolía el estómago, que tenía sueño, algo así. it was more like, I don't know, I can't even explain it. It's just like an intuitive
1: feeling that you already felt like you were like yo something's cooking up in here
2: yeah i was like i'm pregnant and my boyfriend was like what and i'm like yeah i think i'm pregnant and then right away we went to go get um uh, two little tests and uh-huh. then
1: sure yeah, was, enough like, sure you were like yeah like, all right okay um yeah. were you guys using any like type of protection when you guys were having uh, relationships or relations <laughs>
2: Um well it was more of like si pasa pasa si no no oh, okay. because I had been told in the past that I was going to have a difficult time getting pregnant oh, really? um just because I have a higher um how do you say it like oh a higher level of testosterone uh-huh. um the doctor told me that I was going to have a very difficult time getting pregnant so I was, didn't think it was going to be that that simple Uh you know i thought it was gonna be like a lot more difficult um so that's another thing that i'm like really happy about because i was like oh wow like you know it did happen yeah like
1: yeah
2: it's pretty like i'm i feel grateful that you know that something so beautiful could happen to me and even though the like i'm not even gonna lie like i think a lot of people glamorize and a lot of people romanticize pregnancy Mm. um and it's something that I, I do believe I'm very thankful for, and I know I'm thankful for this process, but it is not for the weak. Like it is, like and and some women have like uh, easy pregnancies, you know, and some women can't even get pregnant. So it's like, I I believe that everybody's um, personal experience is very valid. Um, But I will be the first to tell you that this shit is difficult.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What what changes have you seen from Becca not pregnant to Becca pregnant?
2: Oh, my God. My whole mind, body, and soul has completely changed. Yeah, everything. The way that I think, the way that I feel like inwardly I am as a person and then my body is completely changing. Everything is swelling up. Everything. Me estoy (laughs) inflando. Bien gacho. Pero I think now I'm in the state where I am embracing my body more, Uh which is awesome. Porque al principio me sentía bien fea, like I was just like, oh, oh my wow. gosh, me sentía desgastada, me veía desgastada, and it was because I had a, like a very tough first try Well, I had a very tough like four months. Like, yeah. I, it wasn't until like maybe three weeks ago that I started feeling feeling a little bit better. Mm. Um, pero al, al principio no estaba durmiendo, um, todo me daba asco, like everything like exageradamente. Really? Yeah, it was terrible, and then so that's why I was like, oh, okay, this is why me estoy viendo desgastada. You know, like there's yeah. there's a reason. Um, but then afterwards, it started getting a little bit better. But I definitely had body dysmorphia porque estaba en el. <clears throat> excuse me, estaba like in the in that weird like awkward phase where it's yeah. like, está gorda, está embarazada. and then like, I would try to like push out my stomach more, but then I was also like, oh my gosh, I can't move. my body's changing. Like, why am I so tired? Like, uh-huh. it was hard for me to embrace. And I think now I'm embracing it.
1: How was the baby daddy in, in all this, the the support? Because at the end of the day, like, uh, I mean, as a, as a man, you just kind of are the donor. You're the one experiencing going <laughs> through the motions how has yeah. he been involved in this process? Because um, yeah, as a man, it's like how, how do we help besides being there, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. well, I think that's so beautiful. you asked that porque, um, I do feel very fortunate that my boyfriend is so supportive and he actually has a daughter. He has a six year old daughter. Uh, so this isn't his first rodeo. He is mm. all excited, like not even worried, not tripping. He's like, don't like, it's okay. We will figure it out. And I'm like freaking out. And before, oh my gosh, I um, <laughs> I was talking to one of my coworkers. Shout uh-huh. out to La, Pit- La Pitaya. <laughs> 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 le, estaba, le estaba contando. Um, I was like, wait, no manches. I was like. I'm being so mean to my man like Damn. i like he'll try to support me he'll try to like get me food he'll be like don't worry like you'll be okay and i'm i i remember like in my first trimester I was just a monster Damn. like i was yeah so I will definitely recommend if you are a man and you're going through this whole process and you gotta like tend to a pregnant person uh-huh. I would definitely say just try to try to be as supportive as you can be, but also don't take things personal mm-hmm. because the, like, the things that came out of my mouth, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, I was so mean. Like, it was bad. And, y todo me daba asco. and I remember telling, telling Pitaya this because I was like, dude, like, I can't believe, like, I was, I, I've been so mean to him. Like, I feel like I'm making him feel unappreciated and I shouldn't be like that. I need to, you know, take a step back. And then she's like, no, wait. She's like, es natural. And then she's <laughs> like, she's like, tú it.'" And she's like, I I, <laughs> Yeah,
1: lo que like, dale. <laughs>
2: Yeah, she was like, dude, like at the end of the day, just letting your emotions out. Like you, the things that you're going through, like he could never imagine. Like, él yeah. se está quejando porque le duele algo, la pierna o algo, yeah. you know, she's like, you are in constant pain mm-hmm. and un, or feeling uncomfortable. And, like, not yourself. And she's like, just embrace it. Like, try to embrace everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. She's like, because this is an experience that is is out of this world. Like, yeah. I literally now feel like a superhero because I'm just like, my boyfriend, this, I was just like, you know, I feel for you. But at the same time, I'm like. Boy, I I just made fingerprints. Like I'm making <laughs> fingerprints right now as we speak. So I'm pretty sure your eye. <laughs> but then again, I can't be so mean.
1: So yeah. Oh yeah, the first trimester, they they say it's always like the hardest, right? Yeah. So the first three months. Did you announce your pregnancy at the th- after the third month?
2: Uh, it was a little bit after my third month. Yes. Yeah. So it was like. Three months and two weeks. And I didn't want to announce it to anybody because they say, like, um, yeah, your first trimester is like anything could happen. You know, you could lose a baby. You can. It's scary. um, But I did. Yeah. But I did tell like my closest friends and family members because um, I thought, like, even, see, algo me pasa. Like, Mm. I would want like my closest circle to know why i'm going through a depression because i know for sure like if i lost my baby like i would definitely be depressed and i would need help and they would have to know how to help me you know type thing. so that's why i was i was pretty vocal with like my inner circle
1: yeah but Mm. i I find that interesting how even through pregnancy it's a life-changing experience but to a lot of women it's a it's a life or death matter Um, You know, having a child And then possibly even losing a child And like you said, going through the whole depression And so for three months I don't know, I I feel if I were a woman I'd go through anxiety those first three months Which I'm pretty sure that's not really good for the baby
2: Yeah, you have to
1: Like you said, it's not for the weak
2: Yeah, it's definitely not You have to constantly be trying to regulate like your mental health I do feel like there was a lot of times where, like, even when I was feeling very ugly, I had to, like, snap myself out of it because I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm I'm feeling this bad, like, about myself. Like, this can't be good energy that I'm giving to my kid. Yeah. And then also, like, I would go out to, like, like um, say, like, it was, like, an event for work. And I started noticing that, like, um, or maybe not an event for work, but just, like, a regular, like, event outside, right? And I noticed that, like, if there was somebody – that I had just met that I did not like their energy, I would automatically be like, get away from my kid. Like wow. it was, it was like instant. Like I cannot have this energy around my baby. And Dang. like, it was like, it's hater that six blockers. Yeah, that 16th yeah.
1: thing. Yeah. You're like, whoop! this is when it activates that sixth sense.
2: Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it starts now, you know, yeah. like it start, like it's so different the way that I feel like I'm living now. And like, now I'm I'm slowly starting to get like okay life is not about me you know uh-huh. like they say like millennials are so selfish and I, I like I believe that like uh-huh. I know I'm I'm still trying to unlearn like my selfish ways porque no si sí, la no. It's hard. La situación. <laughs> I
1: mean, like uh, I, right now that you mentioned, it's pretty the 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 selfish nature that we have as millennials, which, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I love traveling. I love my free time. Yeah. I love my mm-hmm. space. Uh, and hence why uh, I got a puppy, you know, just to kind of uh-huh. train my patience. And it has been so like it has tested my patience. Obviously, it's not a child. I'm not. Basically having it in my body for nine months mm-hmm. um the difference is it's like okay i can leave you outside of my room and you could be yeah. chill with the yeah. child i think it's times a hundred because they have oh to be with gosh. you for the first couple of years for, yeah, dude, i don't yeah.
2: know what i'm gonna do i'm over <laughs> here like oh my god you're making it real again <laughs> yeah but also, I don't know. People tell me que son bendiciones o so que los niños son bendices. Tal vez. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, still don't know. Do you already the know? The one thing that I, I will say, no, I don't okay. know. I want everything to be a surprise. People have been asking me, oh, what are you going to have? I'm like, dude, it's like an extraterrestrial, un uh-huh. monstruo, Like, I'm like, uh-huh. a mí me vale madres todo eso, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but I will say that, like, I, I'm really lucky that I do love kids. Yes. And I can't imagine people that like are like on the fence of like, do I like kids or not? But yeah. like, let's just try being parents. Oh hell no. Like I'm excited that I to be honest, like I feel so happy that I I I know I met my man and it was everything went so f- by so fast. Mm-hmm. But I do really feel like I met like a a perfect person that I want to share like this life with because we even though like things are a struggle and like things are definitely not perfect but I feel like we are so lucky to have so much love for each other mm. and I'm excited to be able to share that with
1: someone else. Yeah, you know, and pass like all that, that down. to
2: me. Yeah, that to me is like so exciting and like just to be able to like break generational mm-hmm. cycles that I know that like a big younger version of myself would have appreciated. Yeah. Um, like going to therapy and like, like doing a lot of inner child work. I know I feel like that is so imperative. And like I told my boyfriend before, like we have this kid, like he's already looking at a therapist because I told him like I just want us to be the best we can be mentally cuz I don't want us I don't want this child to relive any trauma that we went through cuz I don't beautiful. think that
1: that's fair you yeah. know But that's beautiful and that's awesome that he's receptive to that
2: you yeah. know
1: because not a lot of men are it, it's our it's our latino pride that it's like I'm yeah. not going to tell I'm not going to go with somebody else to tell me that I have an issue I know I have an issue I'll work it out on yeah. my own and it's like well yeah. that's not always the case Um, one, one thing that, um, that captivated me is the posts that you put on social media, Uh, obviously with everything going on right now, Roe versus Wade, the overturning, Mm. you had a very, you, you stood by a a position and you mentioned you, you decided to have this child. Um, what was different before in regards to that post to now?
2: Uh, I think I, I feel like I've been pretty consistent with um, pregnancy being a choice. Um, I mean, I, I've i had, if I'm being completely like 100% uh, real, I have had an abortion before. So I've had two pregnancies and this is the child that I'm choosing to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason, I mean, I I the reason why I chose to not have the first child was because of the circumstance in which it mm. happened. And um, it was a very uncomfortable and incredibly wrong situation. Yeah. But I don't feel like a person, I feel like it's, it's a ridiculous thing to say that like, Oh, okay. Unless it's violation, mm. like, Oh, then it's okay to like, you know, have an abortion or whatever. Like, it shouldn't, my body and the things that happened to me shouldn't be according to whether or not I was violated, you yeah. know? I feel like making a choice to have a child, yeah, obviously there's consequences. You don't use a condom or this or that, but sometimes that's not always the case, you know? Like, like some just like what happened to me. Like, I feel like it was such a fucking ugly time, and I yeah. can't imagine going through that horrible like situation mm-hmm. and then feeling like oh my god i don't even have an option like
0: yeah.
2: i have to go forward with this and i feel like by me doing it i definitely stood up for myself mm-hmm. um and the i i told the person that it happened um with uh, i i mean It was a really fucking ugly situation. They made me feel like shit, even though it was, like, involuntary. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't even think that they should have known. I should, like, I just, I don't know why I said anything. Maybe I was thinking, like, okay, maybe, like, they'll help me with the process considering, like, they fucking violated me or whatever, but I never got... I never got that closure until I actually had like an abortion and it was like one of the toughest things I think I've ever had to endure because I was like by myself and, um, it was very painful. Um, and then like immediately after like a doctor fucking tells me like, Oh, okay, you might not be able to get pregnant. So I'm like, okay, like fuck, like, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: you know, maybe that wasn't the right decision or like whatever, you know, like I was, Bouncing back and forth with, like, the, the decision that I had made. But ultimately, I was really proud of myself for just sticking up for myself, you know, when it toys. was a very difficult time. So, yeah, so I feel like, um like, I, I want to make it clear, like, it's, yeah. like, I, I feel like pregnancy and the, like, capacity to get pregnant is not just, like, an issue that like women face, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be queer, you can be, you know, like, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) trans, whatever. You know, I just, like, people can get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really sad because... Like, I just feel like there's going to be so many people like uh, suffering because of this. So many poor people, you know, people that don't have resources because the ones that have resources and the ones that have money won't be affected,
1: you know? Yeah, no, definitely. This is an ongoing um, issue. Roe versus Wade. It's overturned. Luckily here in California, obviously mm-hmm. our our governor said, Hey, all are welcome to come mm-hmm. and, you know, use our services. I was actually talking to one of my friends this morning and I was telling him um, the issue that I see is if so many women are trying to book appointments here in California and trying to come to California to get this procedure and maybe they are over, like, you know, um, they can't get an appointment because or mm-hmm. it's too far out that mm-hmm. maybe it's already too late um because i don't know what what is the time frame from uh like get- from when
2: you can get one i don't know if there's like if it's regulated like that in california to be honest i have no idea yeah. the regulations because i got when i had mine i was i believe i was like seven weeks
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah um so it was really early on yeah. but i'm not sure if like I hope California is not regulated like that. but I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I, I couldn't tell you that, but I think that a, I do feel like a big factor that women, or not even just women, just people in general are going to face in regards to like um trying to go out of state for like an abortion is like being able to afford something that yeah. should be Free. like health care. Yeah. You know, like it's just, I don't know, it's just really sad.
1: And one thing I don't understand, like the whole notion of Roe versus Wade uh, at the end of the day, by abolishing it, that means you're saying that uh, a life happens at the moment of insemination, you know, Mm -hmm. when when it's basically an embryo. But what happens to all those people? Because I'm assuming like Roe versus Wade allowed for IVF for so many women Mm -hmm. who are trying to become pregnant using the IVF process. Technically, what they're doing is they're grabbing eggs and inseminating them and then freezing them. So that means you're already trying to alter the system. The scientists working on that are tr- essentially like doing away and using your eggs until um, one actually, uh, you know, meets. It, yeah, meets the requirements oh, mm-hmm. for pregnancy. So mm-hmm. I'm also concerned as to what's going to happen to the IVF process. Uh, And, Mm. you know, and that's how that's going to affect future mothers or wanting to. I I
2: hadn't even, I hadn't even, I hadn't even thought that far. I just felt like, yeah, that's a, like, that's a good point. I I just don't know if, um, I don't know, dude, to be (laughs) honest, I feel like the situation, like, it's just like... I I personally just think you need to take politics and religion out of it. You know, yeah. like it is what it is. Like it's like there's a lot of people that have opinions on what we should and shouldn't do. You know, in regards to pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But what bothers me is that a lot of people, like then, particularly a lot of men, have opinions over something. Like, and strong opinions at that over what we should and shouldn't be doing when it's like,
0: yeah. you know,
2: I'm sure behind closed doors you've done, you've, you know, you've had to deal with situations. And if you haven't, cool, good for you. It's like, it doesn't have to be for you, for you to respect it. My dad has always told me that, like, yeah. like you don't, you don't have to have the same views to coexist so like why are we making it such a such an issue like i don't know and like you said a very religious
1: base because at the end of the day who are you as a catholic christian uh you know imposing that religious belief on somebody who may be atheist and who doesn't Mm -hmm. believe in in like oh if it's god's will or not god's will it's like well what if i don't believe in a god and mm-hmm. like you're imposing, and your laws are affecting my body at the end of the day. So yeah, it, 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 I I don't know. It is I don't know where we're heading. I feel like oh, we're taking multiple steps back because yeah, I don't know. If I you, definitely agree with that. I don't know if you saw the tweet. Now one of the one of the judges, uh, no, not one of the judges. Uh, one of the senators from a different state basically said, oh, you know what? Let's take a look at Brown versus the Board of Education. Yeah, and I was like, what that. the hell? Like, we're talking about segregation. Now you're taking us way back when. Like, what are they teaching in the middle of the country that we're basically looking at them? Like, what is wrong with you?
2: Or what are they not teaching? Maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Or like, what are they not wanting to, like, unlearn? I don't know. I feel like the middle of the country is definitely a very different Uh place to live and um dude (laughs) it's i i i feel like i don't know sometimes i don't know if it's like a pregnant brain or like literally just trying to balance so many emotions but i can't i can't be on this topic and not get frustrated you know like i can't be like i don't know sometimes i feel like it's really difficult for me to just be happy about this whole entire process like that's going on with me because i feel like there's so many people that are struggling you know but i do agree with you where i I think that it's taking a lot of steps back um unfortunately like the like while while some people do argue that like it is a religious thing like for example i believe in god and i Mm -hmm. feel like me getting pregnant is not I mean, I can, I don't feel like me having an abortion makes me any less. Oh, I agree. And that might, you know, some people might be like, oh my gosh, you're, you know, you don't like, no, ir al cielo or whatever. And then I'm just like, okay, well, I'm all right with that. Like, I don't think that you need to worry about where I'm
1: going to end up. <laughs> as long as you're like, going where you want to go, that's cool. Like,
2: yeah, like I'm chilling, dude. Like, I feel like I got a really cool relationship with God and yeah. like we're chilling. Like, I'm not worried about that. So, why are you? The and homie I chewy. think. <laughs> no, <that's- laughs> You, like, but I, I don't know. It's just, like, people are so quick to, like, push their values, like, onto others. And it's, like, I feel the same way. Like, if you, you know, don't believe in it or do believe in it, like, that shouldn't matter. It should just be healthcare yeah. in general. Like, yeah. just respect it. Like, we're lucky that we live in a country that, you know, where we, we can have so many different beliefs coexist you know, but it's also like, it's also, it's like a blessing and a curse, like, oh my gosh, like, so
1: so touching on a religion real quick and I don't want to make it all religion uh, like um like about religion but uh God gives you a choice like he gives you he literally says it in the Bible like I give you the choice whether you follow me or not that's up to you so he's giving you a choice so whether you want to do have an abortion or not have an abortion and if we're going to get a little bit more religious it's sort of like okay he left his ten commandments those are like the whoa the holy trinity of do not do these i'm pretty sure you have lied to your parents i'm pretty sure if you're listening you have stolen a pencil so like to what point are we like all heading to the same place because we've all probably done one or two or every time we say like i swear to god like Mm -hmm. oh you know you will not use my name in vain." So it's uh, i don't know like i said i don't want to get into the subject of religion but like the the people who who are probably the most sinners are the very first ones to point fingers.
2: Hmm. I. I. I feel like when it comes to any type of religion, because I. Um. I don't know. I feel like religion it can be a beautiful thing, but also a very. A um, tool used mm. to hurt or manipulate. I agree. So depending on how you use it, um, you know, there's consequences, good and bad, right? But ultimately, and it doesn't matter what religion, like we're talking about, whatever, I feel like at the core of what religion is trying to teach is that you should be a symbol of love. And for me, God is love, right? So if I'm trying to be a symbol of that love, um, I know that I need to um, move in ways in which I am a representation of compassion, especially for my community. And I feel like, and that's on all scales. Like I feel like In everything that I do, I really do try to not be like ridiculously judgmental. And I try, I do try to hear other people's like view, especially if they're opposing to mine. Um, But once I notice that someone's doing something and lacking compassion or love for others and just doing it just because it's like, you know, their view and they don't want to like learn another or like mm. they just you know want to hate on others or whatever like for me it just it's just so it's such an ugly thing like I don't I'm just like dude whether you are moving with religion or not like at least can you move with love like at least can you have compassion for others like and in this situation like the whole pregnancy thing like I know there was a lot of people that were just like dude like like, pero eres esto, eres el otro. No, no le tienes miedo que like, una gente te va a juzgar or whatever. And I'm just like, if they want to, they can. Like, yeah. I'm okay with that. I, I would rather be, like, used as a vessel or used as, like, um, I guess a means to start conversation, right? But one thing I know for sure is that I do not... I I really trust who I am at mm-hmm. my core, um, and I trust that my foundation is so solidified in love. And even si la cago, I am willing to backtrack, and more like more times than not, I I really do try to take accountability for my actions, especially if I mess up, um, because I feel like I'm I'm never too good to stop learning, right? So when you, when people like are, are, are so afraid to be judged, it's, it's, it's when we have these like very extreme views of like, because they're, they're the ones that are like so quick to judge and they don't want to be judged. You know, it's just like, dude, just fucking have compassion. Like you don't understand like the situations that people are going through just to be able to have the, like these procedures, Mm -hmm. right? But um, I know I went on on a tangent. It's just like, I don't know. For me, it's more than just religious, like a religious or like a political view. It's
1: literally just like
2: Um, health, like reproductive
1: injustices, you know, like. On On the subject of love, how do you hope to be as a mother for your child? Oh, my
2: gosh. I hope that I, um, I hope that I can give my child, like how I said before, love and abundance. Um, I'm not gonna try to. I don't think I'm gonna try to come off as a parent that has it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I have learned that a lot of adults that I thought were like perfect role models, you know, back in the day, I like grow up and I'm just like, damn, I really looked up to. Like this is crazy, right? Dang. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, I hope that my kid knows or sees that, like, even if I make mistakes, like, that I will, I will try to right my wrongs and, like, just try to, try to teach them as much as possible. Like, I feel like, like, learning is another form of love, but also, like, unlearning ways. Like, I don't want to be that no parent where it's like, I'm not no. Or, Jeez. I thought, but no, you know, like I grew up in that type of like household, and that that, that didn't always promote like learning for me. It was more mm. of like, it honestly, like,
1: like, I'm just gonna yes,
2: do it. It honestly made me want to rebel a little bit more because I was just like, oh, wow, like, you know, and like you told me no, I don't know why you're telling me no. So I'm just gonna try to learn and figure it out on my own, like, uh-huh. you don't know, you know, type thing. Um, and pff, I hope with that knowledge <laughs> that uh-huh. I'm going to, you know, sniff situations that are suspicious, you know, <laughs> be ahead of my kid when they think that they're being slick with me. Um,
1: Could you imagine and, a little you? <laughs>
2: oh, hell no, dude. I put my, my parents do the ringer. Honestly, I give them props. I give my sister props too because I know that I was a, I know that I was a rebellious child, but also I was really smart. Like, yeah. I got really good grades. So that's why, like, my parents were kind of like, oh,
0: well, that's the animals, here, you? Or No,
2: yeah. you know, like, what's going on as long as she gets good grades type thing. Uh-huh. But I learned I learned the art of, like, manipulating situations for favorable outcomes yeah. at a young age. I never was a fan of manipulating people because I always knew that that was wrong. But yeah. I was like, mm, I think I can figure out how to get what I want. And it was just like... <laughs> oh my gosh I'm like dude my kids are gonna do the same thing I was gonna to me. say, like,
1: <laughs> what habits do you want your kid not to learn from you or not to have
2: um definitely insecure like insecure habits that I have um yeah just like I feel like I feel like my insecurities have derailed me a lot in my life and while well, like, I may come off as ins- as not insecure you know mm-hmm. some people think I'm like very confident and I do feel like for the most part I'm I am very confident in my own skin but the times we live in there's like it's so hard not yeah. to want to get like work done or yeah. like especially in the field that we live in like yeah. they say like I I used to be like okay cool I have a face for radio I don't care it's like I'm behind a mic that those no me van a ver you know but now it's like dude like radio highness be like really like on their A game with like getting getting their everything. like everything done and I'm just like damn that's so tight cuz like that's what makes them feel beautiful yeah. and um you know at the end of the day fuck it do what makes you feel great and like Make, makes you feel great about yourself right like as long as you're not like fucking putting yourself in like qualms way yeah. type thing but i know like i'm some some things i'm too insecure to like even those mm. surgeries like i'm like will that really fix what's it's inwardly inside. insecure yes yeah. so i gotta make sure i'm cool inside before i get like my nalgas yeah. done or something you know <laughs> like Like, man, the day I get them done, like, you're gonna know I'm insanely secure.
1: (laughs) I'm proud of it. No, but I think that is a huge misconception with a lot of people who work in entertainment. Let's go ahead and take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this.
0: You do it all without breaking a sweat. Like being a boss exec to Tuesday tennis to homework. Why do the kids have so much homework? family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. And you do it all in style, even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' orchestra recitals, not to mention your side hustle. And that's why we created the fully reimagined Infinity QX60, a luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof, ample cargo space, and available massaging front seats to bring the ease of luxury to your every day. Introducing the all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to help you take on life and all the chaos it may come with, in style. Learn more at InfinityUSA.com. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information.
1: Um, that were super secure and super confident because yeah. for, for the most part, uh, a lot of people, you know, they, they are if they were like, I don't know, athletes, jocks, cheerleaders and who already mm-hmm. grew up in a society where it was all kind of given to them and they felt secure because other people gave them that validation. For mm-hmm. people like me, I was super insecure and shy and uh, obviously as a survivor myself, um, mm-hmm. Like that, that, that has been a process of therapy Mm. of self healing. So our confidence Mm. is a reflection of our struggles. They made us who we are, but they didn't define us. We chose Mm -hmm. how we wanted to define ourselves. And there are times Mm. where we like go back into our insecurity, Mm. but we, we've already gone through years of therapy, whether it be self therapy or with somebody else that we're like, all right, you know, we yeah, keep going. Out of it. And
2: yeah. that's
1: that's where your resiliency comes out. And um it, it's different for everybody, of course. But yeah. but yeah, people in entertainment tend to be some of the most insecure people because it's all about oh, egos.
2: Yeah. Well well, it's all about egos, but it's also like you're constantly in this like spotlight for scrutiny, right? Yeah. You're constantly being and i yeah and i mean i think i take like uh
0: <laughs> constructive,
2: criticism. I think I take constructive criticism but also like mean comments very well because i get them all the time like especially with the show that i'm on like there's uh, oh so God. much like because it's cotorreo right so yes. like sometimes jokes are like a little too far and i'm just like whoa chill dude <laughs> like you know like chill but oh, really? at the end of the day i do know that, like, say, like a radio escucha that says something, um, like jokingly towards me. I'm just like, okay, like, even if they're being a hater, I call my haters fans now. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, you know, so much about me, like, you're this invested, yes. like, yes, like thank you, you know, like, you did your research, and it might not have been the right research, but you try to do research, and for me, I'm just, like, you're a freaking fan, you just don't know it that's yet, you know, like, way. <laughs> I know, I know, salte, way, salte, Wait. but it's also, like, with comments and stuff, because, and that's what I love, like, I'm, I'm constantly in an environment where, like, we're doing things, like, for the love of comedy, right, mm-hmm. and obviously there's boundaries, like, within the show, but like, people that aren't involved in the show, like, they want to participate yeah. too, but they don't always know like boundaries, where the boundaries right?
0: Are.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that that's what I was basically like talking about earlier where and and when I'm addressing it, I'm just or a lot of times I don't even address it because I'm just like, whatever, dude. Like you're just, you know, you need to just say a comment like that yeah. just because it'll make your day.
0: Yeah.
2: But um there's some things, and especially with this pregnancy that like really I didn't you. think we're going to affect me as much as they did because I'm used to people saying like tengo enojo chueco I'm scary uh-huh. as fuck like
1: but I what embrace it yourself you know? on TikTok like and we love to see that it just shows more confidence <laughs>
2: I'm all it's fake.
1: No, it's, <laughs> like, it's, yo me puse los pinches pelos.
2: <laughs> ah, no, no, no. It's it's something that, like, throughout the years, I have had to learn with mm-hmm. every ounce of just compassion to just embrace about myself it's just like, because I'm just like, dude, I'm so lucky scars, to have, yeah. like, like, anything in my body. I'm just like, you know what? Like, then that's what I think about my kid. Like, even if my kid comes out with three fucking heads, dude, I'm going to love this shit out of, like, this little, like, whatever yes. I make like, we are so beautiful, like, within our own skin, and I wish I could just, like, remind everybody and, like, them truly feel that from me, Mm -hmm. you know, that, like, dude, you don't have to trip about these things, you know, like, it is okay, but with this pregnancy, like, people started to um, when people were catching on like, or like there was, ru- cause there was rumors that I was uh-huh. pregnant before I even announced. And it really bothered me when people were talking about how my body was changing, uh-huh. or like all these other things or like, I think you're pregnant. Just tell us. And I'm just like, like, dude, normal me yes. would just be like, okay, look at the comment, keep yeah. it moving. Or like maybe, Usually with comments, I'll just send them like something nice back. Like I do the same thing when I'm driving. Somebody cuts me off, or like I know I did something that I probably shouldn't have, and they like race next to my car. I'll blow them a kiss, and like that kind of derails the situation. I I
1: sometimes think like when they pass me super fast, I was like, oh, they probably have diarrhea. They're trying to get to the restroom. Like yes, you just kill
2: people with kindness. kill yourself with kindness, right? But like I've noticed like with my pregnancy, I'm just like, oh my, I'm like mama bear status. And like for myself and this child. And like I need to like look, he take a chill pill, because my my boyfriend's like, you're always ready to fucking fight. And I'm just like, whoa, like I don't want to be that either. But if someone like crosses me, I'm just like, it's double homicide if you try to kill me, bitch. What like what do you want? (laughs) Right. Like,
1: (laughs) I'm gonna come after you. Yeah. Like the way, peor way, like See. chill. <laughs> I going on. I'm just kind of curious. Going on the whole, like we take constructive criticism really well. Um, how are how are air checks for you? Because I feel like we're one of the few, like you know, niches in in the job market where they don't judge your work they judge you as a personality you're just like huh. oh
2: okay um
1: you're like don't don't get offended i'm like you're talking about my personality obviously it's amplified like times 10 on air yes, versus in yeah. radio but it still be
2: yeah i feel like i'm i feel like my boss gives me constructive criticism in regards to uh i'm, I'm always learning like a, a a great deal from him, but I feel like with him, he's very gracious towards like my character, which is dope. I've never experienced that, That's dope. Um, which is cool because I, I, in other situations, I've I've always had to like water myself down, and with this one, I'm, I'm authentically me, or at yeah. least like a version of me, you know. Because yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's entertainment, um, so it's like every day I have to just you know, bring the funny. Like I have to make sure that I'm like on my P's and Q's and thinking really fast and being a very active listener. Um, So I think that like my boss holds me accountable when it comes to like just being very present in the break, like, and, and speaking my mind, like I think he trusts my opinion on situations enough where he he knows what I'm going to say and it's not going to be out of character type thing. Um, But if we ever like run into something like a situation where it's like, Oh, maybe you could say like this or whatever, then like there's very open dialogue. Um, But it's a pretty, it's, it's, it's a good space, you know, to just, cause at the end of the day, I know he just wants me to be better as like a personality and, and to be better as a storyteller. Yeah. Like, being the best you can be.
1: Shout out to Shaboy. he's great. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Just shout out to Boy. I know I'm like over here. My boss like it's, yeah. I I should be saying yes
1: <laughs> No, it's because I love I love seeing <laughs> your so guys's big. content on social media. Um, so I'm like, oh, and sometimes I'm not gonna lie, you don't reinvent the wheel in radio or in TV, y'all. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's good, that's good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like it's everything is kind of like regurgitated regurgitated information, right? Like it's. It's like a, a, there's like this philosophy that I remember learning about in um, college. His name is Jacques something. I can't remember the philosopher's name. But he's like, the, all ideas are just reconstruct reconstructions of a previous idea. Like no mm. one is creating actual original ideas anymore. And that always stuck with me because, I, I mean, I think it's very difficult for anyone to think of something that is completely original, you yeah. know, like we think of like, Oh, original content, but it's original to you. It doesn't mean that it hasn't been done before, or maybe you're doing something that like has different elements of other ideas that already exist. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I kind of, I, I appreciate that you're, you're saying that. Cause yeah. like, I mean, we, we try to get as creative as possible. Um, with any and all content, but at the same time, like the content that we're talking about is just, it's very relatable.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, it's not even about like trying to be so different. Like we're, we're on the contrary. We're trying to be just like our, like like, I am you, like at the end of the day, like I am like a, a thirty-year-old Latina that's like honestly like struggling. Like I'm. It, that's another common misconception is that like people think you work in radio and you uh, make money. I'm like, where yeah, the fuck yeah. are people making money from?
1: Like, I know. Maybe twenty have, years ago.
2: <laughs> I know. I've never in my entire like I've been in radio since I was eighteen. I'm thirty now. Of twelve years, I have oh. never made a sustainable like income where I'm just like, wow, like this is like I have made it. And may and. I know that they will come because like there's other factors that play into like being a radio personality where you can make a sustain- sustainable like income but just radio the position itself on air yeah. people don't get that it is
1: demanding It's a
2: it's very demanding and it's a very underestimated career choice because now all of a sudden it's like audio is so huge right audio is like but it's like i feel like broadcasters um don't get enough credit when it comes to one storytelling and two like theater of the mind and relaying information that like i mean i can see you now right Mm -hmm. but it's like it's it's such an art form being able to talk to a whole audience that you can't even see if like they actually think you're funny, you know, or yeah. like, or if they are crying when you're crying, or like, if, if, you're, if you're you're even making them feel an emotion, you know. So, it's a beautiful art form that um, I'm excited to see where this uh, this career choice goes because um, radio in general, I think now is is getting a little bit more respect than it did like when I first started in radio. Pfft like it's astronomically better, but it's definitely an art form that I'm just like, damn, I, I really wish people like would appreciate this yeah. more. Cause it's like, it's like stories, stories are so beautiful and like they're history, you know, like why don't we love this more?
1: <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I think people are appreciating it a little bit more because so many people are going into podcasting mm-hmm. and it's sort of a, uh, uh, no, it's, another form of radio for those who listen to just talk radio or yeah. you know because I came from a, a talk radio host when I worked at Univision and it was mainly mm-hmm. more talking so it's just an extended version of a podcast only our our obviously our audience is a lot smaller
2: <laughs> yeah and yeah. it's but it's also like I, oh my gosh I just got pregnant brain there was something that I was gonna say that you <laughs> That you were just saying. It's um, real, y'all. It's real. I know. I'm like, oh, uh, uh. like literally, I have braid I have I have so many reminders in my phone because if I don't write them down, like uh-huh. I like this, I had to write a reminder. You have this at 2 p.m. Uh-huh. Um, but I was gonna say with radio. Jeez. Uh
1: oh. Just keep swimming.
2: Got it. I got it. I think it's one of the arts that is yes so underestimated um but so incredibly imperative to society because if something goes on that is like worldwide news that's where you're broadcasting and like from a landline or like what do they call that like
1: like a like a the landline like a post like a one of those buses like Freaking... Oh, the de, de la
2: cabina way. Like, oh, see, like see, see, broadcasting see. at its core, like was the way everybody got news. And if yeah. everything goes to shit, like radio, that it signal. has to, it has to survive for people to still communicate. Yes, it's a, a signal, it's a lifeline. And it's like, damn, like and you really get are yeah, we're and we're like the heartbeat of like a community, and people don't even know that because everything is so easily accessible, you know. And it's like, yeah. damn, like, like we're looking, we're like the foundation. But I, you know,
1: mm-hmm, a saying <laughs> <But> I know. <laughs> oh yeah. But, yeah uh, to finalize this, what plans does does Becca have for the future? Where where can we find her? What's she doing right now? Obviously, she's with your boy. Where can we tune uh-huh. in? Where can we listen?
2: Um, okay, so if you guys want to tune in to the show that I'm on, it's called the Shaboy Show. Shout out to my boss Shaboy; his name is Edgar Sotelo. Um, you can listen to our show on ShaboyShow.com. Uh, we are we're not in the LA area yet, however, we're on in 15 different cities nationwide. Thank God, it's pretty tight. I know it's been such a blessing. We started less than two years ago, and we're already like you know up we started in our through game with
1: like yes oh my
2: gosh yeah it was really crazy 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 time um so yeah listen to us on shaboyshow.com s-h-o-b-o-y show.com and then um I, i guess plans for me in the future balancing being in entertainment and being a mom um I'm writing a show right now that my, my boyfriend's a cinematographer show to Ricardo Stanley. Um, he's a, yeah, he's a cinematographer uh, and he just fucking does incredible work. So um, he basically just told me, write any script you want and I'll put together a production. We have a production company together. Um, and oh, he's, we're gonna act actor,
1: Shit, I'll do okay. it.
2: Okay, like, yes, love this. <laughs> shoot your shot. Exactly. Always shoot your shot. Don't be shy. <laughs> love that. Yes, I will let you know about auditions. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I want to write a com like a comedic series that is about my life because so many random things happen to me. And if you don't know, Um, I sell, I know for real, (laughs) I used to sell toe pictures, um, as one of, as one of my many different, uh, sources of income. Uh So it will definitely be, be like funny elements of like, just the ridiculous things that I've had to do, Mm -hmm. um, for money, not for money for just existing, you know, so
1: the OG only fans oh yeah
2: oh my gosh like yeah so it should be really funny I um I don't know if people laugh with me or at me but I do love being silly and I think I I'm at a point in my life where like I don't want to take my life too seriously anymore like I just want to live unapologetically as me and at my core I am a very loving um, silly spiritual being So I hope that I can encompass that While also addressing very um, I guess More serious topics in the show But at the base of it all Just doing it for the love of comedy So do
1: we have I'll any, let you Do we have huh? any music In the works as well? Because oh, you, you want to do papi, I chulo. Chulo. Oh, papi, chula. papi Chula
2: Thank you very much chula. <laughs> Papi that's the one thing that I will say. No matter what I want to do in my life, I will always try it. And um, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna do like, or I'm already working on the music for the show, so it'll be like, fucking. Like I I hope, to God, yeah, I hope that I could just make this all enveloping or embracing, just yeah, piece of art for those and,
1: who for those who don't know, uh, Becca here has a song called. Papi Chula, And it is.
2: I'm not bitch. It's called I'm yeah, not bitch. Yes. So well, I'm, I'm that bitch. My, my stage name is Papichula.
1: you her stage. But that flag. song is so <laughs> dope. I'm, I'm probably going to play a little part right here. If oh Spotify my. allows me.
2: But when I'm with the homegirl.
0: Right. I'm yeah, like, hey, do
1: I got the rights Rebecca or herself?
2: So? I mean, dude, do you just need like a vocal? Like, I don't know.
1: I don't know how this works, to be I'm honest. I'm like, all
2: yes, I give him the permission.
1: <laughs> well, hear this little snippet because it is dope. Because I think it, it's the definitely a graduation song. It's definitely like a promotion song. It's definitely... The the lyrics obviously that that people have used on TikTok or on Instagram is she bad is she money da 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 like, yeah so it, um o she, o, o she, o she thick
2: or she, o she o yummy wallet chubby like it to me <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> she
2: rich and she funny she that bitch take his money hey. she
1: an educated honey there you go she an educated honey but it was so dope to hear and refreshing <laughs> to hear a woman basically take. I don't want to say take advantage of a man, but it's like, yo, so many men in the music industry are talking down on women and women are mm. dancing on it. Like they're <laughs> dancing on those songs. And here comes Papi Chula. And it's <laughs> like, yo, take his money. Cause you an educated honey. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I,
2: I do agree with you that it was very like a, a graduation song. um, And, that's another project that I was just like, dude, I want to make a song. Let me just try yeah, it. And, right. you. And, like and you're I love doing. mariachi. I mean, I'm from, uh, my family's from Jalisco. So we have like mariachi elements in like a badass bitch beat. So it's very interesting and something totally left field. But I, I'm very proud of myself for just doing it, you know? And I, I, if there's anything that you can take from, this episode i mean i know i'm very everywhere especially right now being pregnant um but if there's anything you can take from it it's just like don't be afraid to try like love yourself enough to give yourself a chance you
1: know and we appreciate it becca that you're willing to show us that no matter what dream you have you keep pushing on because you don't like to live in the what if it is inspiring mm. and I love to see it I was blessed enough to meet you in person not just here through zoom and, and work <laughs> no, sure. with you know that creative mind that you have and such a you, your 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 legacy still lives on where we work and people oh my remem- gosh
2: it was so sweet wow. yeah
1: no you're remembered as a kind supportive woman <sighs> And obviously, talented nonetheless. And that is why you are where you are. And that's why you keep pushing boundaries. That is why you are going to be a great mother. And we wish you oh nothing my- but the best. Gracias. Thank you. Can
2: I Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask you a yeah question? Go ahead. I, I just don't like when, we ha- when I'm having a conversation with someone and they feel like they know all this stuff about me. And I'm just like, what the fuck did I ask? Like, <laughs> why didn't I ask enough?
1: It's an idiot. Well,
2: I, first and foremost, I wanted to thank you so much for just allowing me to be on your platform. I think that this is a very sacred space um, for anyone with a mm-hmm. podcast. you know I'm very vulnerable and beautiful space. I'm really glad that you made it very safe for me. Um, and I'm I just I want to know what what's in the works for you. like I feel like you've always been so fucking like on your a game, whether Thank it's you. fitness, whether uh-huh. it's being a producer or you're like doing your own honor thing like, I think that's very admirable and I love it. And I, I too want to know like what is in the works for you.
1: Yeah. So one thing that, I mean, I do love fitness as a form of dealing with my anxiety and dealing mm-hmm. with like stressful moments. So it's, I have to do it every single day. What I hope it becomes. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to more than anything, when I got my like certified personal training um, certificate and when it became a personal trainer, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm okay, going to make every certified. Yeah. No, I wanted to be like I want to I want to help people. I want to motivate people. But then as I started having these conversations through the podcast and learning about fat phobia, learning from different uh personal mm-hmm. trainers who are doing it, right? It's sort of I want to encourage people to be healthy in their own version in their own way through whether it be fitness videos or me posting my mm-hmm. workout videos where it said like I just trained or I moved today. If it helps you move, take a walk, take a stroll mm-hmm. or be more conscious about being healthy, whatever that looks for you, uh, then mm-hmm. I I am happy. I want to continue uh, in radio because I, I I love it. I love talking. Innately, I think uh, so you're good at it. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I want to just keep pushing myself and the boundaries. I just started doing TV for. Um, they asked me to do a segment for Jose Luis, the Jose Luis in Censura. He has a new TV show. So what I know. That's
2: amazing. Yeah, can I so I could see
1: you on TV right now? Yeah, at three PM. Three PM. They well probably already on. It's already three seventeen, y'all. But um, oh my. <laughs> it's already three seventeen. <laughs> this episode obviously launches today. Uh, what what is it today? The twenty eighth, Tuesday. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I'm doing that, and it's so new because it's so challenging, and I love it because it's so challenging. It's when I was uh, when when they pitched it to me, I was uh, like, I know nothing of TV, and. I said, "Fuck it, I'll do it." And then when I was doing it, they're like, "Just be you, be radio," and because they would give me the script thirty minutes before, and I'm like, "I I can't do radio. Radio, I could look down. I can't and like look at my notes." And whatnot for TV, and I didn't have a prompter, so they gave me a whole one minute. page (laughs) and they're like just review it you got this your radio you're and that's a huge misconception that like we could talk forever we just need copy points but when you give me a whole script i'm gonna be like yo what the hell do you want me to do and just look at the camera like the mic is so different like
2: yeah, yeah, that's hella intimidating. Wow, yeah. I give you hella props. <laughs> so, that So if you look like a deer in the headlights, I'm going to know No, <laughs> I'll
1: be like, no se sabe el script. Uh, <laughs> see, see, see. So there's that. Okay. Well, I So I improvise. Okay, so this is where me like, all right, I'm a problem uh, fixer, not a problem maker. A lot of uh, people would have been like, I can't do this. I can't do this, which I was almost yes. at that point where I was having anxiety. I said, fuck this shit. I called the engineering department. I'm like, look, this is the script I got. I got thirty minutes before I go on. I edited it myself, like to sound like me. And then I'm like tape my fucking iPad because I have a teleprompter op, app and a push oh, play nice. for me. And so perfect. the last shows I have been doing it teleprompter, but I give myself enough breathing room to add and ad lib. Oh, at least, that's perfect. Yeah, you're like I am not taking no for an answer. Yes. We're
2: gonna do it my way. Exactly. That's perfect. So I was so proud of you for like doing that like doesn't it feel good like especially being like you're thrown into a den with wolves right you're just like oh my gosh like like sometimes it feels like we get put into situations where like we are not always favored right but you know you'd be surprised at how your mind works like in such mysterious ways where you're just like oh my gosh like It's like a blessing being able to be that creative to just think on the spot and be a problem solver, right? And you're just like, wow, like, I really got me. Like, at the core, like, I'm just like, I can do life because I got me, you
1: know? That's awesome. The imposter syndrome before even the entertainment industry, like, definitely kicks in. Because growing up with acne and then popping my acne and then now having acne scars on my face and mm-hmm. wanting to work in entertainment or wanting to do TV or radio, you think like nobody's gonna want me, like nobody's oh, gonna be want looking oh, looking like this. And no. well, and but but like I said, it's insecurities that you keep going and pushing through that you learn to embrace and make fun of yourself and i have on air and it's hilarious because i'm over that but now it's if i can tell my younger me um like 10-15 years ago i'm like just keep swimming just keep swimming you heard dorothy just keep swimming just keep pushing and you'd be surprised how many people would be inspired by having a latino who you know, grew up in a rancho who probably has acne scar, who probably X Y Z. You know, and it's awesome. There's
2: like there's a space for everyone, everyone. and I think that that is so beautiful. and if there One is of my it favorite. Created. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm so tired of people like saying like, "Oh, I want to sit at the table." I don't even want my own fucking table. Like, I'm like, why?
1: Pull up a Would chair. I, like the when the people.
2: Fuck? No, it's but it's also like. I don't even care to make my own table at your like at the whoever XYZ's fucking lame ass party. Uh I'm like, I'm gonna have my own fucking party. How about that? I don't want my own table at your party. I don't want my own chair at your table. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm gonna make my own fucking cool ass party that's gonna be inclusive as fuck and just be a fucking smash. Like. Like, don't... Pff, people need to stop worrying about fucking tables and chairs yeah. at whack-ass parties. Like, fuck whack parties. Like
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> For us. So, and then obviously continuing on with this podcast because it allows me uh, a different outlet. So, people know yeah. the radio personality... But I think this is a more 3D version of who I really am. Like, I like having serious wow. conversations. I like getting down into the nitty gritty. Like, I yeah. on air, I play probably, like, a silly 30-year-old who is mm. with Angelica Vale. who I dumb myself down to be, uh, I don't know, maybe an 18-year-old ignorant kid who will yeah. be funny and whatnot. Because it's yeah. a, I'm goofy. So I bring yeah. out the 18-year-old goofiness because yeah. some of the topics I won't agree with, but I'll... Like me and me and Angelica will have the same opinion on it off air, but on air it'll be like no, we have opposing opinions yeah. just to add a little bit more conflict. But So do think,
2: you play your actual like when you're on your, uh-huh. the show with her, do you use your name? Yeah.
1: So it's Jose Quintero and she uses the whole thing. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Oh yeah, I appreciate
2: my. it. You know, that's so crazy. Like, okay, that, that's interesting because usually, like, I mean, that happens all the time where like you play like a different version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've actually been wanting to know, like, if like if you use your your name on the show because it's it's a different you.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah? when I was with Omar Argelia they used El Masters, so mm. I was El Masters because the only reason it's funny. I don't know I'm like they gave me that name because I have a masters. <laughs> oh so, my God. Yeah.
2: Okay, educated honey. I love <laughs> that. You. And what? What did you get your masters in? So
1: I obviously majored. I majored in. In business marketing and when i wanted to get into entertainment industry i didn't know if i was going to be blessed enough in a career like this because i was you know breaking glass mm-hmm. ceilings and being the first one the black sheep in the family so i decided to get my mba and so my master's in business administration just in case i was like just in case this doesn't work and as soon as i finished five months later i'm like i'm gonna push these doors and it happened and Once I got into Univision, three months later, I got interviewed for the Omari Argelia show. So it was easier to hire within. Um, And the only reason that they hired me or why they saw value is because I had, because I was already interviewing for like two, three years, well, two years at Univision being no, 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 no. I was like, you know, fuck them. If they don't want me, I'm going to want myself. So I started my own YouTube channel where I learned how to edit uh, and all Mm -hmm. this other stuff, which inevitably were transferable skills to get me the job with with homosexuality because i had no previous experience yeah and then when i like
2: wow that that is a perfect case as a like now soon to be parent i'm like damn i hope my kid wants a master's as a plan b like (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow
1: well i mean all i've known was school for so long that after i was done i only took a semester off And when I got to uh, with Angelica, I was like, I don't know what name they're going to use, if they're going to keep El Masters, because I was already using it for two Mm -hmm. years. And she's like, no, I'm going to call you by your full name. I like it. And I'm like, oh, OK, I like it, too. I appreciate it.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. That's awesome. Dude, honestly, that's that's really cool. And that's cool that you can play like a different version of yourself and that you have this platform, you know, I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you for, like, creating a platform where you can see,
1: like, oh, okay, like, wow, he's not an 18-year-old, like, you know, dork. I mean, I can't be. just put me in different situations, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be the life of the party. Like, you know, we're always kids at heart, you mm -hmm. know? Like, when people are like, oh, you're funny. I'm like, well, I'm funny because I can make fun of myself because the minute I can laugh at myself – and own it, you don't have control over it. You know? Yeah, you don't don't
2: have power. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I'm taking the power away. So, yes, laugh all you want. If I fall, I'm laughing too. But, you know, I have the power.
2: (laughs) That's tight. I like that. That's really cool.
1: (laughs) All right, Becca. No te quito mas tiempo, but thank you once again.
2: Oh, thank you. This was really awesome. Thank you for, again, creating such a safe space for everybody that's on here and for... Mm your listeners too. Um I think it's really awesome what you're doing. So yeah. salud. salud. I'm all with that one. That's bad hey. luck, but salute.
1: It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. And where finally where can people find you? What are your Instagram handles?
2: Okay. It's at um hold on, let me take a throw because that's bad luck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say like tomale primero.
2: I know I know. Um, you can find me arroba Becca, b-e-c-c-a-m- Guzman, so Becca MG. Um, and I'm um, like that on all of my social media.
1: Hey, thank you, Becca yes. La Papi Chula.
2: <laughs> that's right, educated honeys. <laughs> <laughs>